This is Life in FM, the Good Shepherd Fargo Moorhead podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Back in the day, I was told that going through the motions was a bad thing. But Pastor Mary this week is inviting you to do that very thing. This is Life in FM. I asked a personal trainer one time about how to stay motivated. He said, I'm not as concerned about motivation as I am about dedication. He said he doesn't feel like working out all the time. He said feelings are fleeting, but he sets his alarm and he gets up. Dedication, not motivation, is what matters to him. Are you always motivated to feel thankful? Being thankful isn't something I always feel, but when I look for something to be thankful for, I usually find it. One of my personal trainers in thankfulness was a man named Earl Lee. He died a few years ago at the age of 92. He said that every morning when he woke up and put his feet on the floor, he would wiggle his toes and feel the floor under his feet. And he would say, I must still be alive. Thank you, Lord, for giving me another day. I do this in the mornings. I wiggle my toes and I say thank you to God. Instead of thinking about how tired I am or how behind I am or the sore muscles I have or how much I don't want to leave a warm bed, I say thank you. I acknowledge God. This changes my focus from what I lack to what I have. And that's about as deep as I get in the morning before I've had coffee. But does saying thank you do anything? The theme today is thankful, going through the motions. And we see how powerful it is for this man cured of leprosy to say thank you to Jesus. Just in case you are confused about lepers, here is a cartoon that will help you. We're not talking about leopards, but lepers. Leprosy included several skin conditions, that were contagious or thought to be contagious. Lepers in the Bible had to live outside of city limits so that they didn't infect anyone else. Having leprosy meant that you gave up your family, friends, social standing, meaningful work, and freedom to go where you would like. And it was on you, the leper, to announce to the world that you were unclean. So here is the scene that we see in Luke chapter 17. Jesus is entering a village. Right outside the city limit, these 10 people who had leprosy were gathered. Normally they would shout, we are lepers, we are unclean, stay away. But these lepers had heard of Jesus. And so they shout, while keeping their distance, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And Jesus tells them to go and show themselves to the priests. They had enough faith in Jesus that they started to walk into town to find a priest. And as they walked, they were made clean. They were healed. The reason Jesus told them to go show themselves to the priests is because a priest had to evaluate them and certify that they were indeed free of skin disease. After being declared clean by a priest, they would give a sacrifice of thanks to God in the temple and be reintroduced into their old life. On the way to the priest, one of the former lepers turned back to thank Jesus. 
And Jesus wonders why the others didn't come back and thank him as well. Here is where it gets significant. The one who came back to say thank you was a Samaritan, an outcast to the Jewish people. He wouldn't have been welcomed by the priest. The priest would not have given him a doctor's note with a clean bill of health. So he turned back to the source of his healing. He said thank you to Jesus. And he praised God because he believed that Jesus' power was connected to God. His healing complicated his life. His, healing, his healed condition meant that he needed to find a new community. He was still an outcast, but now primarily known as a Samaritan instead of a leper. He had a lot of things to figure out in his life, but he took that moment to be thankful, to say thank you. The other lepers were declared clean, but did they let themselves experience the healing? They didn't do anything wrong by going to the priests. Jesus told them to go to the priest, and they did. They got their doctor's note. They gave their right sacrifice. But were their hearts changed? We don't know. Researcher and psychologist Dr. Robert Emons says that two things that get in the way of gratitude are forgetfulness and lack of mindfulness. Since these two things get in the way of being thankful, Dr. Emons says that it's important to stop and recognize the things we are thankful for. He says that we should go through the motions. He says we should say thank you. We should write thank you notes to people. We should write in a journal the things that we are thankful for. We should start our prayers with things we are thankful for rather than demands. We should smile at people and look them in the eye. Going through the motions keeps us in the moment, and we are less likely to forget something if we tell someone else or if we write it down. Go through the motions. You may not feel like it when you start, but the act of thanking does something to you. It changes you. But there's a step before this. First, you have to stop and see what is around you. An important thing happens after the lepers call out to Jesus. It says this, When he saw them, he said to them. When Jesus saw them. It says he saw them. People with disabilities or other visible differences share the pain of being invisible, of people looking past them. But it says Jesus saw them. He wasn't afraid to look at them. And beyond that, he didn't get stuck just looking at their skin condition. It says he saw them. He saw who they were as people, people worthy of dignity and healing and welcome into community. All 10 of them start walking into town, but only the Samaritan turns around. It says that he was the one who saw that he was healed. It says when he saw that he was healed, he turned back praising God with a loud voice. When he saw that he was healed, he stopped and noticed and said thank you. It's important to go through the motions, to say thank you. One thing that makes the church thrive, our church or any other church, is having people who are willing to see a need and help out. People caring for others is the way that we show and share God's presence. So I want to lift up one family who volunteers their time here at Good Shepherd and elsewhere in our community. 
This is just one family out of many people who see needs and help out, but I wanted to take time to lift them up and their story. So I asked them to share why they serve, and this is what they said. Uh, we've been volunteering as long as I can remember as a kid growing up. We always were involved in different um, activities or helping different organizations, doing things through the church. Um, so I think just growing up, that's just been part of, you know, a huge value for us as a family and just we continue to grow and donate our time as much as we can um, today. And for me, it was uh, growing up in church, we were, we helped out, volunteered, um, even outside the church, go and help someone that needs help. Someone. Someone somewhere needs help with something. So it was always nice to go and help someone because it's always nice when someone returns a favor uh, if they come and help you. Because Lord knows I've, there's plenty of times people have showed up to help me, so it's nice to return the favor. Volunteering started out for me at a very young age uh, when my parents kind of showed us the way of how to volunteer at church and outside of church. And it's just something we've always done and I've tried to pass that down to our girls. I think for me it's, you know, you get to see the impact that that has on either an individual or an organization. And even if it's just the smallest thing, even if you can just make somebody smile, whether it's something on a small scale or a large scale, it just makes you feel so good inside and just knowing that you can make a difference in somebody's life is just an incredible, feeling and to just know that you could have a positive effect on somebody is enough of a reason to volunteer. It's, it's a good feeling when you help someone. I mean, someone, like I said before, someone somewhere needs help with something. So no matter how big or little it is, it's still, uh, it's still a good thing to help someone out and it's a good feeling when you've done something good. I think it's a great way for us to spend time together as a family and I think it's definitely brought us closer together because it's a way to give back to different people in your community or somebody in need. And sometimes it just really makes you appreciate who you do have in your life and your family and the things that you do have. Like you said earlier, it just makes you feel good when you volunteer and you can help somebody in need. It just makes you feel good and when you can do that all together, I think that just brings you closer together as a family. Especially nowadays when our kids are getting older and they've got their lives or whatever, it's, it's, it's nice to volunteer and help someone, but at the same time, like Alyssa said, um, we get family time together, we get some time together also. I feel like uh, volunteering to us as a family, it's like a calling. It's just a way to help others out and to give back. Thank you to the LaFlam family. Thank you for how you serve. And beyond that, thank you everyone who serves, who makes our church a place where people can experience thankfulness and experience the love of God. If there's someone who has touched your life, write it down. Tell them thank you. Send them a note. These acts of thankfulness not only change you, it changes our community. Amen. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Check back weekly for new content. And if you'd like to support this important ministry of Good Shepherd, you can go to our website, knowthegoodshepherd.org slash giving for a one-time or recurring gift, or you can text a dollar amount to the number 84321.
Thanks for being a part of the community here at Good Shepherd. This is Life in FM.